Welcome, everyone, to Island Ghost Radio. I'm Mike Taylor. I'm Diane Castell. And I'm Erica Papino. Who do we have on the show tonight, Erica? We have Mark and Debbie Constantino. Yes, if you're into spirit, communication, EVP, you have to hear Mark and Debbie. They will be coming up later, and they were kind enough to provide us with some EVPs we're going to play. But first, we want to talk about our poll. Here we go again. You know, Mike, no, I'm no, no, no. tired of your poll. No, no, <laughs> let's not go there. This Every joke is, day, this, poll this, no, poll that. It's like poop jokes. They never get old. Uh, That's right. We have a good week left on the poll jokes. Anyway, we want to talk about our poll that is presently up on our website that you can vote in. Would you marry a demon? No, that's not it. It's what is a demon. And that's at islandghostradio.com. So go there. Vote. Vote or, often. Or call us no, at don't vote 631-676-1079. Call and leave a message and we may play it on the show. Yes. And we have some voicemails coming up we're going to play. But uh, yeah, we're going to see the results next week of that poll. So stay tuned. But let's get to some of those voicemails now. Let me start off with this first one. Here we go. Hi, my name is Jennifer, and I wanted to put an opinion on your uh, What's a Demon poll. I wanted to say for something that actually isn't in there, I believe that uh, demons not aren't just evil creatures, but some of them are actually good. They're also spirits and other things like that. Hope you do play it on the show. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Did she just say love you guys? Oh, she not said, again. She said <sighs> she loves us. Oh, we knew it was bound to happen love. again. Oh, what did you do to him? Oh, sweet love. Thank you for blessing me once again. <laughs> I don't think she blessed you. She just loves you. Oh. No, she loves us. That's right. Not she just loves you, Mike. Us. Mike, you're not the only one that's Jen, loved. if you're listening, call back and specify. <laughs> specify who you love. Is it Mike, Erica, or Diane? <laughs> that, that will be our next poll. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jennifer. And uh, we will address your comments next week when we do our demon show. Okay, next voicemail. A gentleman named Dale called us about two weeks ago. Said he loved us, and we played that same love music, and we kind of got him into trouble, or maybe us. Let's play this voicemail. Hey, guys. This is Dale from the Mineral Ohio Paranormal Research Society. I told Mike I'd call back and read what I wrote on MySpace. Um, you guys are too funny. Ha, ha, ha. See, I'm smiling this morning after hearing what you did. And by the way, if I loved you like that, my wife would kill me. I'm at the show. I love the show. <laughs> <laughs> so please read this on the air so my wife won't kill me for loving you. I really want to, don't want to die yet. I have too many things I've not done yet. Thank you. Bye, Dale. Oh, I'm, stop flirting with Dale. I'm very disappointed <laughs> with Dale, by the way. Uh, why? why? Because he didn't well, get you flowers? Well, he he loves the show, but he doesn't love us. So that means... Huh. If there were no hosts and the show was dead air, he'd love it just the same. <laughs> Dale. The, the Dale. show would be something like this. Dale's loving this right now. But listen to these crickets. Like, 
something recorded out of 1955. The crickets have static. It's like a record. Do you think? <laughs> I've been downloading. Uh, How old are these crickets? I don't know. I downloaded it off of the net. Wait a minute. Are they getting a residual for this? Oh, wait. What's that little cricket? What? What? Oh, no. You're you're not from 1955? You're from 1985? What? Oh, you went back in time to have your parents meet at the Fish Under the Sea dance? Wow. This cricket has a DeLorean. Wait, what? Wait, no. I think I got another <laughs> What the hell are you talking about? Uh, uh, there's a... I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know where you're going with no, this. Wait, I have another sound clip then. Wait, hold on. Let me load this. Yeah, this this will fall right in line. <laughs> <laughs> it's the power of love. Oh, it's just going so smoothly. Yeah, Huey appreciates being on our show. It's the power of love. Good thing we're not making any money uh, on this. Don't need a credit card to ride this train. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the it, it, it's the power of love. <laughs> wow. That's frightening. <sighs> was that a stretch in 1955? That was a stretch. I think you yeah. should apologize to the listeners All for right. that. And to Huey. <laughs> oh, Ms. come Mrs. on. Mrs. Dale, he couldn't possibly love this guy. Oh, come on. Back to the Future reference. Anybody see Back to the Future? Yeah, what are you, 90? Have, have to do with it. Yes. Because the cricket sounds like it was recorded in 1955. Did you hear how horrible and scratchy that was? Well, That's a real stretch for yeah, connection. Yeah, I think you're reaching. But that was uh, Dale, and we thank him for thank sending Thank you, Dale. Us Sending us that message. Yes, thank you, Dale. Thank you for loving us. <laughs> the yep. show. The show. That's right. You're gonna thank get you for trouble. loving the show. Yes, you don't love Mike. Dear Dale's wife. <laughs> Mrs. <Do> not- Mrs. <laughs> Dale. Dale loves crickets from 1955. Do not beat up Dale. We have another voicemail, and I- I'd swear these people sound like they were having a party or drinking or something. And we weren't invited? Uh, no, but oh, they. Damn them. It's a quick message. I'll play it now. What the? <laughs> what was that? They love Island goes la la la. What wow. the hell are they saying? I don't wow. know. I think they're slurring a bit. Yeah, I think they were. Now wait a minute. It sounds like they've been in the sun too long. Does this mean that like people actually get together and have parties and listen to our show? It must have been an Island Ghost radio party. You know, that's a really pathetic party. <laughs> I'm sorry. We don't even have Island Ghost radio. Yes, we do. I'm I'm sorry to say I wouldn't even invite myself to a party. I, neither would I, Mike. Neither would I. <laughs> now with the power of love. No, no, please don't, don't take him on. Oh, That's God. the power of love. <laughs> ah, Huey Lewis is rolling in his grave right now. He's dead. He's not dead. Oh, sorry. No, no, that's, that's Liberace. Ah. <laughs> yes. You can easily I, confuse the two. Yeah, I do confuse the two sometimes because they're so similar. All right. Let's go to a break, but before we go to the break, we're doing another live spot. We're going to plug Paraspace. Paraspace? They're the greatest. Paraspace.net? Asparagus.net. I got tongue-tied. Yes, go to asparagus.net for all your asparagus needs. And if you're interested in paranormal, go to paraspace.net. Paraspace.net If you like social networking If you like MySpace And the paranormal Go there, be there Paraspace.net Make friends with us, we're on there 
I'm on there. See what we really look like. I'm on there. <laughs> Erica's everywhere. <laughs> All right. You're listening to Island Ghost Radio, and we will be right back with Mark and Debbie Constantino. Yes? Hi. I'm here for the New York Ghost Tour. Sorry, we're closed. But you can come back next week. Next week? Forget that. I'll just go check out another place. Trust me, there's no place half as interesting as ours, dear. That's so not true. What about the Shanley Hotel in Napanock? Once you've been to one haunted hotel, you've been to a mall. Not like this place. The Shanley Hotel dates back to 1845, and since then it's been a hot spot for paranormal activity. Mysterious music, smells, whistling, doors opening, footsteps... Almost everything you can imagine has been experienced at that hotel. It's open to the public? Absolutely. Sal and Cindy, the owners of the hotel, welcome people for regular stays or investigations, and their rates are beyond reasonable. They even offer workshops and in-house psychics. How did you learn about this place? By visiting www.shanleyhotel.com. You can get history, investigation info, and much more. Thanks, I think I will. Uh... Just don't tell any of our customers. Your secret's safe with me. It's not like anyone can hear us. Okay, tonight we have on Mark and Debbie Constantino. They're a husband and wife paranormal research team specializing in electronic voice phenomena. They've been on such shows as Dead Famous, Paranormal State, and Ghost Adventures, as well as countless radio programs. Thank you for joining us. Did I leave anything out? No, not yet. Yeah, uh, not yet. <laughs> no, we're looking to build a bigger one. But now, you guys haven't been on the $64,000 pyramid, am I correct? No, but that's the one we need to go on. <laughs> we need Don't to go on. we all? <laughs> I don't even know if that show's still on the air. <laughs> I think I'm showing my age here. <laughs> Oh, there you go. No, I, I recognize the show, so we'll probably went to the same high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Who knows? Uh, so we thank you for joining us. How did you guys get started in all this? Did you have any experiences growing up? Debbie. Yeah. Well, I was raised in, in, in New Jersey. You guys are in Long Island in Patterson, uh, well, Totowa, New Jersey. Neighbors. Ah, uh, yes. Kind of, um, the house I was raised in backed up to Laurel Grove Cemetery, which back in the day when there were no shows on this was um, based on one of the sightings shows, Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack. Right. Did a story on the cemetery right behind my house and I'll tell you, I don't believe every cemetery is haunted, but this cemetery was. Uh, there's a river on the other side. I mean, it's got all the elements for, you know, to have ritual performed there, that type of thing. But, you know, I was raised an only child. Had no brothers and sisters to talk to about it. Nobody to share it with. Um, I'm an only child here, too. Oh, are you? We're in the Only Child's Club. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> hearing my voice come back, so if I get a little thrown. But, um, oh, okay. Yeah, so I've been having paranormal experiences my entire life. Every place I move into. I met Mark when I think I was, like, 24. I got married, what, six months later, and been married for 20 years. Every place we move into... We have paranormal phenomenon, not to say it's a haunted house, but, you know, my belief is when you're aware of them, they're aware of you. Right. And they make their presence known. And then we, you know, extend the effort. We're recording. We're doing Day of the Dead. We're, you know, inviting them in. So, of course, you're going to have activity. Now, do you believe that you're a magnet for paranormal activity? 
Well, I think if you have a passion for something, whether it be roller skating or anything, you know, you develop, you know, if you love doing it, you're kind of opening up a door. But, yeah, I think, you know, you just you're being aware of them. Why would they go next door? You know, I think they're all over the place to begin with. I agree. Uh, they're in parks. They're in supermarkets. They are everywhere. And the longer time goes on, the more dead there are. You know, and, you know, if you go percentage-wise, if 10% of them don't cross, I think statistics 10 years ago were 350 dead to every living. Now, if that's true, there's, say, 10% of those people don't make it. That's 35 dead roaming the earth to one of us. Wow. And that was 10 years ago. Do you know what I mean? So, hmm. yeah, if you're, I, I do think, you know, why would they go next door? If I'm sitting here actively repeating what they say on a recorder, you know, I think they tell their friends. They go down the block, hey, they're recording here, and they're actually telling us what we're saying, you know? So, you know, I think if you pay them attention, of course, they're, it's like children. You know, if you ignore a child, child's going to, you know, go about this business. But if you praise a child, say, oh, my God, that's beautiful painting, you know? Right. Back. Yes. Yeah. Positive reinforcement. Now, mm-hmm. not to jump ahead, we get new listeners all the time. Uh, I know you've probably been asked this question a lot. Uh, just for the audience, can you tell us what EVP is? Yeah, e- EVP is the recording of, uh, and I say this all the time, the politically correct answer is it's, it's recording of voices of unknown origin that are picked up on any type of recording equipment out there that is capable of picking up the the human voice to where you're unable to hear the EVP as you're recording, but it's only on playback that it becomes evident. Yeah, but I've also gotten them on cell phones. I've gotten them on answering machines. I've gotten little blips through my computer. But that would fall under... Oh, I'm yeah. not worried. See, he's the politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's the back east to me. And you know what, real quick, i just like to put out a little statement. Anybody out there thinking about having kids, have more than one, because <laughs> if you just have one, trust me, they grow up to be a pain in the ass. Well, no, you guys have been married a while, right? Well. Mike's an only child as well. Well, or the yeah. one I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. No, Mike's okay. a pain in the ass. That's right, he is. Okay. Mommy says I'm special. Well, what's the strangest piece of equipment you guys have ever gotten an EVP out of? Oh. Uh, uh, you know. You know when, uh, go ahead. Well, I would just have to say, uh, probably my uh, computer tower, because I'm, uh, you know, I do a lot of work in there, and that's basically we kind of try to look at our house. We don't do it all the time, kind of like a bed and breakfast. Okay, when we go to bed, you guys know where your room is. You need to go in the office. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. And so a lot of the activity is in the office. But, you know, I'm on my computer one day, and I typed something. And I remember I typed the word Andrea. And I look up at my computer, and I'm not a very great typer. I type with one finger. But I looked up, and the word Gary was written. Now, I don't even think those letters are remotely close to one another on the keypad, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm like, well, something's up. And at the time I was using analog, I had just gotten this Marantz recorder and, you know, we were playing with it. And I look up and just being aware that there was somebody else in the room, my computer tower's got a blue light uh, button on it. And as I hear a disembodied voice, it said Beth. And it was a lady's voice, and I heard it, and I'm the only one home, of course. I had no cameras rolling or anything, but the, the blue light dipped as I heard the voice. So that's probably the weirdest huh. thing I've experienced. Wow. Yeah. All right, so cool. I have to ask, how long have you been doing 
EVP. And can you remember the first EVP you you ever captured? Oh yeah, we we have it in our uh, PowerPoint presentation when we speak at conferences. Ba basically, we've been doing it for probably about ten years. Come on, well, go ahead. And and what happened was um, when we started, well, especially Deb, because I worked during the day. But we had decided, okay, we're going to give this something new we're kind of jumping into. We're going to give it three months. And, you know, if it works within three months, fine. If it doesn't, then, you know, we can't say that we didn't, you know, give it a legitimate shot. And it was like recording a couple minutes in the morning, a couple minutes at night religiously. And right about the three-month mark. I mean, I actually put a sticky back on my calendar to when the three months would be over. You know, I kind of looked at it like a diet. You exercise, you do what they tell you to do, and right. if it fails you, it's not your fault. So go ahead, Mark. And then, uh, thank you. And then uh, <laughs> Debbie heard uh, like a kind of a whirling sound on the recorder, and she said, you know, that's great. You know, we're at a three-month mark, and now the recorder that I bought is broken. So she gets on the recorder, and she says, was that a, a what did you a portal, a portal opening because it sounded like wind and it was we were we excuse me we would record in the morning and then again at night for like a minute two minutes no longer than that and I went to bed that night and I said you know was that a portal I heard opening because you could hear like wind or it almost sounded like if you had an analog tape mm -hmm. if the tape broke and you hear it flipping around in there right that's kind of what it sounded like but it sounded like wind. And, you know, I've heard, you know, weird stuff. And I, and I said, well, you know, is that like a portal opening? And uh, you hear a guy clearly, Class A, and we've gotten nothing for the three-month period, nothing, nothing, nothing. Then you get a Class A guy, like he's right into the recorder saying, I don't know. And huh. then like, I nearly knocked Mark out of bed. I'm like, listen to this. And he's like, well, that's me. I must have said that when I was sleeping. And, and you can distinctly tell. I mean, he's got an accent. He's, you know, it, this was clear addiction. I mean, I don't know. And from then on, we kind of opened up a portal. We've been recording at least on a weekly basis ever since. And, yeah, I think it's kind of like a psychic doorstop. I say this a lot, and it gets boring. But, you know, as long as you're recording, it's like I use word analogies as well. It's kind of like putting when it grows that kind of skin on top. If you keep stirring it, and by stirring it, I mean by recording every day, and you keep that pudding soft, you know, you're able, you don't have to park the veil, there's no work, you don't have to record for three days. You know, they're kind of right there, and as long as they hear you, I think they'll come through. Right, it's like putting out a welcome sign. Yeah, right. yeah, and it, exactly, and they kind of know, you know, and they don't veer too far off. And you have to be careful with doing that, though, because, you know, in the process of, I guess you could say, getting as efficient as, as it seems like a lot of times we have gotten with EVP, we have certainly along the way have paid the price for that. Well, um, you know, it's like you put a welcome sign out, but you don't allow anybody to just walk in. Right. We've well, learned a lot about protection right. and a lot of things along the way. Mark, did you have any paranormal experiences before you met Debbie, or did this start after you guys met? You know, and I say this a lot also, you know, I grew up with, what, six brothers and sisters, so there was nine nine people in our house. Wow, talk about a dichotomy between Debbie and yeah. you. Exactly. And they're all nuts on his side. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Go ahead. Anyway, um, and so I think if there was anything going on in my house, the ghosts were probably like, get us the hell out of here. These people are nuts. Yeah. I mean, so, I, you know, I always believed, I, I never really experienced anything, even after I met Debbie, and I'm getting back to what you asked before, 
I do believe um, she's a magnet for uh, for spirit activity because once I met her, every place we lived in there was stuff going on and. You know, even for the first, probably, I'm a skeptic by nature, so for the first five years, you know, I would see something or Debbie would tell me something was going on, and even though I was seeing things, I would brush it off, I would explain it away, like a lot of people do. Right, you want the logical explanation for something. Exactly. Even though I always believed, but then about four years after we were married, I physically got touched exactly the same way that Debbie told me she got touched two days prior. But it was in the same place, and I mean, it wasn't a touch right. like a cobweb, like walking through a cobweb. It was heavy fingers. You could feel the fingertips, and they would run up the temple of your head. Wow. Oh, wow. And they would do that, it when you're going to sleep. And that was kind of my awakening, so I guess for me it's been probably 16, 17 years. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, you would have things too, like our first apartment. You know, I went to the mall. We had an attic apartment, and you know, you would have to lug the groceries up there. You go shopping, you go three flights of stairs to get up there. And it was an old house, but I went, uh, I went up there one day, and he he was at the door, and he had this blanket wrapped around his head, and I see his little face sticking out. And I said, well, "What's going on?" And he said, "Did you just call my name?" And I was like, "No, I was at the mall. I just walked up the stairs." He goes, "I heard your voice calling my name." And, you know, it's kind of like that doppel effect. I've been in this house, heard the same thing. He's been, you know, he used to drive over the road, and he'd be three hours away. My kids would be little. We would all be upstairs, run to the top landing, thinking he came home early because we all heard his voice say, Hey, Deb, all three. I mean, that's not mass hallucination. It's not like I implanted the seed in my kid's mind. We all heard it at the same time. Right. Well, so, you know. It's funny. Happens. It's funny you say that because I used to live in a house that my neighbors said they had seen a ghost, but in the middle of the night, it happened a few times, I was awakened by from a dead sleep by my name being called or the sound of the doorbell in the house. And I, I swear, mm-hmm. I got up, walked to the front door because it was so clear. It woke me mm-hmm. up. I heard my name or I would hear the doorbell ring, and it happened a few times. It was just freaky. Yeah, I, you know what? I've experienced bells, too. Bells are, so I've looked that up. Like, I have all these superstition books and dream books. When you hear bells and stuff, it's a sign, like a warning. Mm-hmm. Huh. It could even be, I mean, I don't know. This is just stuff I pulled out of books and don't own me on it, but that's right. happened to me, too. It, it weirds you out, but it's, it might even be like your guardian angel warning you of something. Or some, I don't know. Well, I can identify. Now every time somebody rings my doorbell, I'm going to go run and hide. (laughs) (laughs) Stay in your house for a week. Yeah. I usually do that because I think it's salesmen, so I hide anyway. Not at 2 a.m., though. Telemarketers. Yes. Mm. (laughs) Uh, So I have to ask. You know, you've you put out this welcome sign, and there are probably spirits hanging around you all the time. I mean, I'm going to go into an area here you may not be comfortable with, but. I mean, let's say it's Saturday night and Mark's pouring the wine and and Debbie's getting <laughs> dressed in her best lingerie. And how do you guys? As a matter of fact, I got some video I can send you. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna go. I wasn't gonna go there. But he's like, what? But that's how you know you'll get something too. Be naked in your videos. You'll be sure to pick something up. I was gonna say, how do you have intimate time knowing that there's possibly spirits lingering around? Well, you know, it's funny you should say that because we used to in the very beginning, you know, maybe. 
10, 12 years ago, we would use background noise, and by that I mean like ceiling fans, and we would use the voice activation on the recorder. We always use voice activation just for the amount of EVP we get, but uh, we would hold it close enough to the ceiling fan to where your activation light would stay at a steady red or right. whatever color you have, and we like the ceiling fan in the bedroom. So we would use that. It seemed to, you know, just, you wouldn't really hear it, but it was enough for them to manipulate a word from it, you know? Uh-huh. Mm. So we liked that fan, so we would use it. Then one night, you know, we, I, I think they get used to, even though they have no sense of time, they get used to you recording, okay, okay, we hear the key in the door, we know, okay, she rented a movie, it's her Friday. This is when she records, and they kind of gather around. Then if you don't record when you're supposed to, they kind of let you know. And I've actually felt... I sleep, you know, with five fans in the room. I like it nice and cold. I keep the windows open, but I sleep under, like, five comforters. Huh. <laughs> I could feel a hand, not in an a intimidating fashion, but just kind of press on my shoulder blade and kind of shake me away, kind of like your mother would. Yeah, right. Kid, kind of. And I felt that, and you could feel the hand, and I just gasped, and I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it's like they're actually touching me, and it's like in my bedroom, so it kind of freaked me out a little bit. But it wasn't in an intimidating way at all. And so Mark got up in the middle of the night and goes, okay, you guys, you can't be in the bedroom. you got to get out. And I mean, since then, but since then, you know, now we use the office. Okay, we're done recording. You know, we'll record in the bedroom, but when we go to sleep, that's our bedroom. You need to go in your room, which is the office, and they know Right. And then, uh, but the thing of it is, you know, he yelled at them and everything. For three days, I didn't get anything. Not, not see nothing. Uh. I was literally on my porch because we smoke, but we smoke outside, get a lot of EVP on our porch. And I'm crying. I'm like, you made them go away. Oh, they were <laughs> soaking. They were, they were upset. Yeah, I'm like, you hurt their feelings. All they want to do is talk. I need to defend myself. I did it as a protective measure because Debbie, it really freaked Debbie out. And right. I said, all right. And I said, guys, you know, we're not going to record in the bedroom anymore. And I wasn't mean about it. Well, I think and, it's because you, know, you didn't, you know, I, I did freak out. And, it, you know, because you could totally feel it like somebody stand next to you. But I think, you know, when I said it to you, they touched me. You didn't really get the whole picture until the next day. You know, so, of course, you got up with what you had to do. But, he just doesn't you know, want somebody. good now. He doesn't want somebody touching his wife in the bedroom. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess that's Can you blame them? <laughs> Man, you know. And, and, and as, far as, as far as them being around during certain moments, I think, you know, if, if you do this all the time, which all of us do, I mean, you realize that they're, that they're everywhere. Yeah. But, really. And, you know, and uh, it, to me, it, it doesn't really bother me. I mean, if, you know, if they're going to be there, they're going to be there. It's not like, you know, well, yeah, you but I think say, hey, you guys got to get out of here. You know, I'm going to be busy for 20 days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, funny. That's not good. Oh, right. anyway, 20 yeah, minutes. That would like, be a record for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, as far as the bathroom, people get afraid. Oh, they're watching me go to the bathroom, taking a shower, stuff like that. You know, I do think that even what I notice when I'm here alone a lot, like at hours a day. So, you know, I notice sometimes I'll talk to Mark and I'll have the bathroom door open and our kitchen's off to the side and, you know, you'll be talking. I have seen people walk by 
and I have seen people notice me. I mean, this isn't often. I don't want to seem like, oh, I see people every day. Or, right. No, I wish I did. But, you right. know, when you see, you know you see. Yeah. And, you know, it's my fault. I left the bathroom door open. I probably shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? So even when I'm here alone, I kind of shut the bathroom door. You know, if I'm recording in the morning and I go to take a shower in the afternoon or something, I'm like, guys, if anybody's here, you got to go. I've got to take a shower. I'll talk to you in a little bit, you know. It's just something I do now. But, you know, by the same token, if you're not recording, if you feel, just, you know, live your life as you would. But just, you know, as though there's other people there. I, I always shut the door even if I'm here alone. Well, uh, I got to say, when I first started doing this, yeah, I was a bit of a skeptic at first. And then when I went out and I was investigating these places, I'd come home, I'd review, I'd capture something, and I'd be like, wow, this is this is for real. And <laughs> yeah. I... uh. I would start, you know, experimenting with microphones and different recorders at my house, you know, um, late at night. I lived alone at the time. And suddenly I'd pick up a voice in my house and I was like, wait a minute, they're in my house too. They followed me home. And I swear, I was ready to quit all this. I was like, oh, they're watching me every second. You know, <laughs> how am I going to have my, you know, quote unquote alone time? How am I going to enjoy myself? You know, yeah. how am I going to shower? And it really disturbed me. But, uh, I, you know, I got over it. And then basically I just tell them, you know, if you're here, uh, this is my private time. Get out. Well, it wouldn't yeah, freak exactly. it wouldn't... I think a lot of them do follow you home. Yeah. yeah. I know we came back from Alcatraz, and it was really weird. Our, you know, we live four hours from the Bay Area. So we went to the investigation, drove back here, and it took four hours. Mark had to work the next day. So he was going to get, like, two hours of sleep, if that. Uh. So... You know, we, we do it, and we, it's 5.30 in the morning, we get to bed, and our alarm goes off, our fire alarm. And I don't know if it's a home alarm, fire alarm. I have police on my front porch. I've got, you know, a guy with a fireman with a hatchet, and, you know, I'm like, well, what's going on? He's like, well, you know, your alarm's going off. So they check the whole house. So we have these vaulted ceilings. They're up on ladders. And I'm like, no way, because, oh, well, before this, I had, we had bought the rental car back. And I turn, and I go to get my purse out of the back seat, and I could see somebody was sitting in the back seat. Oh, wow. It was really quick. And this has happened before. I see him in the back seat, God, like three or four times now. And not just quick enough to know that somebody's there. Right. Long story short, cops come, they go, I grab the recorder. And I said, I know you guys did that. Why did you do that? And we get back just because we were having fun. Ah. <laughs> See, that's so, got to freak I mean, you out because you don't know if it's a living person or, uh, you know, a dead person. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And, I mean, you know, you, you don't know. It's, I always say, you know, it's not the dead you got to worry about. It's the living. Exactly. <laughs> you know, especially in New York. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. That's okay. That's yeah. completely fine. We live here. We understand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wanted to ask you a question. When you guys do EVP, did you ever get uh, a weird clucking sound, like kind of like they're going? Because we've done yeah. e we've done EVP where we've gotten voices, and either before or after, you actually hear this clucking or clicking sound. It's very strange. Yeah. You know, you know, it's really weird that you say that because I, I thought I was one of the only people that noticed that. But uh. a lot of times, you know, we go to a location. And, you know, you, we do, like, the group thing, and we'll have, like, three groups in the night, and maybe the first group, we're not getting that much. And then the second group, maybe, you know, it's a timing kind of a thing, and then you'll hear that clicking, 
And then I'm like, you know, uh, heads up, everybody, because once you hear that, it seems like they're almost grasping energy or something, or they're learning how to roll into a word, because once you hear the clicking, it's not within five minutes you start getting EVP. Like, you'll start hearing words. So you're, well, hearing, you're hearing the clicking? That's what I notice. You hear the clicking live as you're recording? Well, we no, play no, back. No, no, no. We oh, okay. We do the headphone thing. We kind of have the same recorder, do it on the same sensitivity level, the same everything. Right. And we're about a handcuff length away from each other. So, you know, basically, both recorders should be picking up the same thing. And we, you know, we'll record about a minute and we'll play it back right there. So that when we play it back, if we hear the clicking, you know, for, at least for me, if I hear the clicking, I'm staying right where I'm at, you know, because I know they're trying to come through. Well, now, are you saying that you guys pick it up where you actually hear it with your human ears? No, no, no we hear no. it on playback. Oh, yes. Yeah, we hear yeah, it with no, the EVP. You know what, real quick, that's not an uncommon thing. That's That's been something that, you know, throughout the years that people have been picking up. And, and what it's thought to be is that you'll hear a click maybe a second or a half a second before you record an EVP. Oh, you're talking about the popping and, and the Right. And the thought behind that is that's spirit popping through the portal to bring their EVP for it. Right. Right. But I know what you're talking about. Right. We've gotten both. We've gotten popping. But uh, but I think what Diane was referring to was when you make that noise with your mouth after like you they speak. Like this. It's like this, like clicking, like like they're yeah. clicking. It with sounds their, like they're doing it with their tongue. Yeah, like McGaffer yeah, no, really. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you're the first people I've ever talked to that noticed that. <laughs> yeah, we have it on one of our EVPs on our site. We got it at the Shanley. It's just like freaky. Now, yeah, um, now, do you notice the EVP comes in clearer after you hear the clicking, or? Well, actually, we hear it. Well, the one we have, the we one hear we have it. it was after. Well, after I, he spoke. I've caught EVPs where I've heard it before and after, and sometimes I've caught it where I've heard it before, but not after. It's, it's strange. It's. You know what? You know, just a theory that you know we're talking about, and maybe it's, you know, they're each kind of pulling through the energy, and maybe one opens the portal so you hear it, and then maybe another one, you know. Almost equated to maybe this one plays the piano and this one doesn't, so this one knows how to play the piano well. Then you bring somebody else in, and maybe they're trying to learn how to play, you know? Yeah. So they're playing with it, too, and then you could hear it after as well. I don't know. Th- right. That doesn't make any sense at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it totally does. <laughs> no. I get it. I get it. You know, I mean, for anyone who hasn't done EVP, you might not get it, but I get it. Okay. Well, that's all that matters. Then. <laughs> well, I'm for those of you who are just joining no, us, I, I'm sorry. For those of you who just joining us, we have Mark and Debbie Constantino here. And, uh, guys, I'd like to ask you a question. Do you recognize uh, voices? Like, do you have repeat EVP customers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have, you know, we've gone out there and we've asked for spirit helpers, you know. And I, and I do think in all the years, you know, we say, well, where are you? Where do you consider the place you're at? And, you know, if I've gotten hell, I've gotten level three, level five, you know, so... My belief is, you know, there are different levels, and then you get to Narvana, that type of thing. But, you know, we ask for, you know, is there anybody up there? You know, I but we're members of AEVP, and we believe that there is a board up there. I believe Thomas Edison, you know, is sitting on that board. And there's people out there that are trying to keep the lines of communication open, and it's kind of like higher spiritual learning for this side and the other side. So we kind of put out there, you know, if this is my path, which I truly believe it is, then, you know, send a helper, send somebody. So we do have somebody that we know the name. They come back. We haven't talked to them in over a year, I think. But, you know, in the very beginning, we need, you know, they would come through, and it's the same methodical voice. Oh, yeah. 
And you know, you know this voice, and we're like, wow, we haven't heard from you in a long time. Uh-huh. Oh, that's guys, huge. And this guy followed us actually to New Hampshire. That's cross country. Wow. You know, in in the hotel room, we were actually watching a pay per view movie in the hotel, and you know how you have to press the remote. The TV changed by itself. No, we weren't. We were just sitting. We were just right. We didn't the press the remote. Right. And, right, and they pressed it themselves. Right, and a pay-per-view came up. And then we got on the. We were playing with the radio. You know, just this was before all the Frank's box and everything. And we're like, you know, we're hearing voices coming through the radio, and we're like, was that you guys? And we're, you know, kind of using the white noise from the radio in the hotel yeah. with our recorders. And then this movie comes on by itself, and we ask the recorder, you know, did you guys press that? But we're crazy. Like, we'll tell them, you know, sit down, watch TV with us, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's not well, crazy. We, we asked, well, what we did is we asked them if they, if, if to do that, they actually pressed the button or, or thought, about, or it. thought yeah. about it. And we got an EVP back and said, we think about it. Oh. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Well, you treat yeah. them like, like they're your friends in the room. You know, you just, yeah, you're yeah. just hanging out. Really, and it was really funny because it was a horror movie. Do you remember? Yeah, what it was? was Robert De Niro in Fear. Ah, yes. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Awesome movie. And we told them we had to call down to the front desk and say, you know, listen. We didn't press that button. <laughs> yeah, it's a, lo- it's a long story, but you wouldn't believe us anyway. Anyway, that's what we told the front desk. We said, but, you know, we, did, we really didn't do it. And but but then later on we we said to whoever was there we said you know we're going to be coming back to the hotel room later on tonight and we are going to rent that movie so if you guys want to watch it stick around and and you'll be able to watch the movie yeah I mean but we've been here and we have kind of like I don't want to sound like a hippie but we have like one of those pit couches with the hassocks and stuff and you know uh. you can sleep like ten people on here when <laughs> you. Know, we're wow. coming over. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're welcome. Just bring food. You're from New York. All right, great. <laughs> we'll bring pizza. Yeah. pizza. Yes, pizza. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's funny because we have all the paranormal stuff like on TiVo. Thank God for TiVo. And yes. So, you know, when we do get a chance to watch TV, we kind of just hang out and say, okay, guys, you know, we're hanging out. And that's usually when we record, too. So we'll say, you know, you guys want to watch it. It's ghosts and paranormal. I don't know if you guys notice this, but when you watch paranormal stuff on TV, I notice the activity in the house. Yes. Because you're on that wavelength and yes. you're kind of opening up that right. type of thing. But we're watching TV one day, and I didn't mention it, but we're kind of laying here, and you hear from the corner somebody clear the throat. Like, you can hear it. And then, you know, about three minutes later, I, I go to Mark, and he goes, did you hear it? And he goes, yes, I did. Like, we both heard somebody clear their throat in the corner of the couch. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, so. Diane and I were watching Ghostly Encounters one weekend, and we thought oh, we, heard someone, we thought we heard someone in the kitchen. It was really weird at that moment. Yeah, I think when you watch that stuff and you get on that vibration, you know, it's almost like they kind of, and we've asked them this too, you know, do you see us as a color? Do you see us? And, you know, we've gotten in Waverly uh, yellow-blue. Hmm. So it's almost like I think they know, and maybe if you're watching it, maybe you turn to a violet or something, you know, and you kind of, ooh, wow, they're watching paranormal stuff. We're all <laughs> let's come in. <laughs> so who knows? What are um What are some of the common responses you've caught on audio? Oh God, get help out, me and help get me. out. Yeah. Help me and get out. Those yes, are that's exactly what. That's that's what yeah. we get. I've caught. I love you. Help me and get out. Those seems to be the common ones. Yeah. I love you is good, though, you know, because you kind of feel like, oh, maybe you're 
doing something, or maybe they have somebody to identify with. But right. you know, it's when you hear "get out," though, you got to think about it. Like you're going in their house, and you're in their space. Maybe when they were alive, they didn't like their neighbor. Maybe when you go in their room, they have to leave, or maybe they don't want to leave. Maybe they don't want to go next door. Maybe, maybe they, they didn't like that neighbor. Maybe you know, they can't leave. I mean, yeah. whatever. But you know. you know, you're in their space. So of course, they're gonna say, "Get out!" It's like somebody walks in your front door. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. You gotta look at it like that. Well, it makes you wonder if they can actually like make you guys disappear visually and just go back to the way it used to look when they supposedly were there. You know, well, like, that that is that is a theory. Yeah. That's that that's a theory is that uh is that they don't see if they're in a house they don't if the house has been renovated they don't see the house as it is now they see it as as the way it was when they were there right but right. my theory on that is i think it depends like just how you'll see like a full-blown apparition my opinion they're really earthbound and i think you know just like we're on different vibrations some people are really you know a skeptic some people aren't they're more open like these people are on different frequencies right so right. You so know, when you see spirits was, they're walking they, they seem to be walking below the floor or above the floor where it may have been at another time you know right, right. or behind right. a stairwell so you only see the torso or that type of thing yeah. right. Right. like that may be real to them and i do believe thought creates everything well that that, that brings me they believe. we we have evps of ask them asking us where are you and who are you like where are you like um, they can't see like us like they can't see us but they know yeah. we're there so maybe it depends on the spirit whether they can see us or they can't or maybe they're in the po- uh, in, on the other side of the portal to where right. they can hear you, but they can't see you. Right. Do you and believe... It's almost like following your voice, because I think that has a lot to be said, too. Like, we'll go, you know, we we can't record every day if we're, you know, on a, in Kentucky or something. So we'll come back, unpack our stuff. It takes about three days. Well, it takes a little time to chip at that portal, too. So right. we'll get things like that. Like, uh, where are you? I can't hear you. We got that the other day. I yeah. can't hear you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, well, I can hear you. Is there anything we could do to, you know, have you hear us clearer? But... You know, it's almost like the more you do it, the more they hear you, and you don't know where they're at. And then sometimes it takes a little bit of time, because even though they have no sense of time, you don't know how far on the other side of that portal they are. Right, it's like you've so faded they, to them. Yeah, like they could hear you, but it might take them, uh, you know, how long, an hour in our time, when time is nothing to them to come through. So. Now, do you believe that there are certain environmental conditions that help enhance getting EVPs, maybe moon phases or lightning thunder i do i think rain itself you know we live in the desert so we don't get a lot of rain but i think it's like a natural background noise right it's like white noise yeah and uh you know they can roll anything uh, we've had them roll a dog's bark our when our dog was a puppy he would bark and you can you, you hear them him bark consistently then you'll hear evp one word then you'll hear the dog so i think the moon too i think it's a full moon like uh tomorrow night i think and you know there's something to be said for that because really we get i think uh seismic activity too yeah debbie debbie's as sad as it is to say debbie's into earthquakes yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm from new jersey and we didn't get a lot of earthquakes but last year we had some scares. You can always tell who's from back east because they're running down the street in the California. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like eh, it's just a flyer. Feet but, don't fail me now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it spooky though. I'll tell you what, because what Debbie's 
getting ready to say, and I'll interrupt her because she always interrupts me. Well, I'm not sure where you're going, but you sound like yeah. a married couple. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. oh, I know where you're going, but don't I know? Thing, you know, it's. I think that the, it has to do with maybe the ley lines, maybe the plates in the earth shifting. Right. I don't know, but there is something because I know. You know, you know, I you see stuff all the time, the little sprites, the spirit lights. You know, I do believe in orbs. I don't think that every picture you see is a spirit, but I do believe that because I've seen basketball-sized things like that just whiz through my house. Oh, me too. And, you know, but the amount of stuff that I see when there are earthquakes is like the next earthquake. I'm just staying up between 1 and 3 in the morning because I know there's something going on there. And, um... You could go ahead with your earthquake story. Well, last year we had a we had a whole a slew of them here in Reno, and I mean even the specialists were like, you know, what the hell's going on here? You know, we were looking for insurance. We, it was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> we've never had this before here. You know what's going? I mean, every day, even there was you know some that you didn't feel, but every day, it, they you would read the newspaper the next day and they were like we had 17 earthquakes yesterday and it was like jesus what all right let's get to so anyway uh <laughs> yeah, debbie's, De- debbie's uh De- uh, Debbie likes when it's uh Were you going to talk about the statue? Or is that a... Oh, no, I wasn't, but I will. Well, you can tell them about the statue. Well, no, no, I thought you had a point. So... <laughs> why, why do I have to have a point? <laughs> All right, never mind. You're, <laughs> listen- <laughs> You're listening to Marriage Counseling Radio. We're joined with Mark and Debbie. <laughs> There you go. That's right. We're oh, man. Possessed. We don't know. I love you guys. <laughs> That's great. I'm sorry. I thought no, we had a point. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, real quick, I'll tell you. We had a, we had a, a, I thought it was a bad earthquake. I think it was like a 4.9 or something. But, I mean, we, a lot of the glasses broke and, uh. you know, you went to our pantry and everything was on the floor and, um, one of our daughters passed away when she was six months old, uh. and we have her urn, her ashes in an urn over uh, our fireplace. And right underneath, um, next to the fireplace, we have a, a concrete statue of St. Francis. St. Francis. Well, our dog run is on the other side, so I put, like, St. Francis there, and, and my dog, Sage's right. ashes are there, too. So mm-hmm. I kind of put all the ashes, you in, know, on in, that wall. And what happened was... When we had the earthquake, our daughter's urn fell and completely cut off St. Francis's head. I mean, uh, just knocked it right off it, the shoulders. Yeah. And, yeah, which happens and stuff, but the weird thing behind it is I had a book, you know, Shadows of the Dark, I think it's called, from John Zaffis. Yes. Right. And I had the book, and I was just so looking forward to reading it, and I never have time to read so I'm one of those people that need to put it in an iPod and hear the book. Right. So I had a doctor's appointment that day, and I bought the book, and I had just read, like, the first chapter. And then I came home, and, you know, we had this earthquake, and it knocked the saint's head off. And I'm like, well, it's all John Zaffis's fault, you know. So, great. If you get done with the radio show and something bad happens, you're going to blame us, right? Yes. Well, you'll just send us food. We'll be okay. Damn East Coasters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted to ask you guys a question question um you know how sometimes when you've got the air conditioner going or a fan going you've got the white noise do you ever hear yeah. like sounds or voices like i don't know if it's playing with your all, head but sometimes you actually hear like conversations or sounds or all the time. you know what music absolutely yes uh, you know like i said i sleep with five fans and i 
you know what? I hear music. It's repetitive music. And I think they've even written newsletters about this in AAEVP. Mm-hmm. It's like a phenomenon. And I think it has to do with, you know, after a while, you develop your hearing through listening, through the white noise, through listening for, to the EVP. Just in, in editing your stuff, you're using your spirit ears kind of sort of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Uh, you know, I've heard, and it's really weird because I'll, I'll be laying next to Mark and I'll take his arm and I'll say, listen, be really, really quiet. And you kind of listen like you're listening to EVP, like into the white noise. And you'll hear like a, a, a verse. And, you know, a lot of it sounds kind of angelic, kind of like with harp sometimes. Yeah. But, right. And then, then you'll hear kind of sound like Hootie and the Blowfish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm serious, though. And then so whatever it is, it seems to repeat. Like, it'll be a verse, and it'll seem to just keep repeating. Huh. And, you know, whether you want to call it residual, I don't know. But I'll hold his arm, and I'll say, listen, now. And I'll try to kind of mimic it as it goes, and I'll squeeze his arm as I do it. And then I don't say anything, or I don't, and I'll just touch his arm. And, you know, you could say it's, a suggestion or whatever, but I've had it so clearly too, to where, and I know you're probably going to get a lot of letters and phone calls, but you know I was in a hospital recently, and yes, they had me under, and I came back, and I swear to God, I ripped the portal open in our bedroom because, you know, I'd be laying there, and I, the music would keep me awake, and you know I know, yeah, yes, it was probably the drugs they gave me and everything, but. If you believe, uh, like, Timothy Leary back in the day, and I'm, I'm showing my age. And <laughs> you know, he believed that we could actually, you know, the Book of the Dead, and there's a labyrinth, you walk, and all that. Right. He believed that, you know, through psychedelic drugs, that you could actually walk this labyrinth. You know, yeah. so mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, there's so many yeah. different ways. But I, I do believe, getting back to what you said, that if you... Just by listening, you're kind of utilizing ears you don't use. And by using them in the conscious, and then, you know, say you go to bed, I sleep with the fan, so you're in that trancy state anyway, I, I totally hear stuff in the fan. As a matter of fact, you know, now it's like you pay so much attention to it. I hear stuff, you know, while we're recording. I'll hear voices in the house, and Mark will hear it too. Well, it's yeah. like you almost have to block it out. When you're trying to sleep, actually, with the fans going, you have to block it out. Otherwise, you're like, damn it, shut up. (laughs) Ah, yeah. See, I don't hear it that loud. I'll hear it. I'll hear it when Debbie kind of, because when I when I go to bed, you know, when my head hits the pillow, I'm I'm ready to go to sleep, <laughs> you know, because I get up at five thirty and it's like, you know, I well, don't you don't get a lot of sleep. I don't want to hear anything, but it's like I'll hear it when she points it out to me because, you know, Debbie. Debbie is fortunate enough not to work, so she's here all day. Well, I do work very hard, but I just work at home. (laughs) It's still work, Mark. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I hear. Um, So so Debbie, I mean, you know, I guess a lot of people would say we are kind of a strange couple because, you know, Debbie will be doing the housework, and she'll just be talking to him as she's doing the housework. We got an EVP about a week ago. Debbie was sitting down at the computer. I was at work. She was getting ready to look over some photographs from the last investigation we did. So she's sitting by the computer. We have two chairs there. So she just says in the air, you know, she had to record on. She said, you know, I'm getting ready to look at some ghost photos, guys. If you want to come, you know, come, you know, you can come sit here next to me and look at them. Well, I, I had an EVP and it said, okay, Debbie, I'm coming right now. Ah. Yeah. And wow. it's like, 
but she does this 24-7, and I think that's a big part of why we have the success, you know. Yeah, because, I mean, I think the chances of them being there when you talk to them, you know, if you talk to them once a day, you know, uh, you got to be in the right place at the right time. But I truly believe, it, uh, I know, they are everywhere. They're in airplanes. They're everywhere. So, I mean, the chances of, if I talk to them all the time, the chances of them hearing me talk to them are greater than if I talk to them once a day. You know what I mean? So maybe yeah, because they're more, they're more conscious. They're more conscious of you being aware of them. So they're like, mm-hmm. hey, she knows we're here. Let's just like, you know. Yeah, you're yeah. paying attention to them. So they're, they're like, hey, we're going to stick around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and they're the only friends we have, tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll be your like friends. Us, Nonsense. We're okay with the death. Invite us over. We'll play Scrabble. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, Mark, speaking about working from home, and I, I work from home, you know, and I, I actually work sometimes. Um, <laughs> sometimes. I was, um, I'm in my room and I have children, so I wanted to drown out my kids. So I have this old clock radio from the 1970s. It doesn't get any stations in. It has a dial um, to change the stations. So I put on just um, white noise. I put on static. And I was working for about six hours just listening to very loud static. And after a while, you don't hear it. And and this is this is a little disturbing, but... I'm, I'm working, I'm working, and all of a sudden this booming, booming voice came in over the clock radio. And um, I, I'll say what it said. It's a little disturbing, but it said, it sounded like it said, I am thousands in a very loud, scary voice. I actually jumped out of my office chair. It frightened me. So did you ever hear of voices coming in over the radio like that? Um, well, as far as the um, shack hack, yeah, if you guys use the... yeah. Do you guys yeah, do like, any ITC work at all with the Shack Hack? Uh, well, no. Well, yeah, yeah we, we do. We, we use the Shack Hack. We use the Shack Hack a lot. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I really, I'm starting to really like it. It's like my new buddy now. But <laughs> I do notice that, you know, it goes by the one that we have is not the Frank's box. It's the Radio Shack one. But right. It goes by bandwidth, so it's kind of like whatever radio station's on. Supposedly, the theory behind it is they're grabbing whatever sentence that's already out there. You know that fits their answer, but in that, you know, I've we've witnessed stuff at Bobby Mackey's to where, uh, that's a whole other interview. But you, you you'll hear like you, the more you do it, the more you hear, it, and the more that the answers are exact. And I was on my porch the other day, and I said, well, you know what? And I tried this at Waverly too. I'm going to think the questions. I'm not going to physically uh, ask them. And they were answering them, and they were answering them on a more readily basis than if I were to ask them. and But I do notice, though, getting back to what you said, blips that'll come in between the answers of, like, Jeff or a name yeah, or right. hi or Deb or Mark. Like, yeah, you'll you hear know, it. It's not pulled from any kind of... No, broadcast. you could tell it's yeah. not from a broadcast. You could tell it's, like, one word, and it's kind of, like, takes effort. And it's almost like just... We're doing this radio show. We're trying to figure out what equipment works, all that. It's almost like they're doing the same stuff on that side. And the more you use it, the more they become, uh, you know, it's like they're using it too. And they're learning on their side as well. And just like we want to communicate on this side, there's communicators on that side. And unfortunately, I think a lot of them said, well, you know what? I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here. I like communicating, and this is where I'm going to hang, you know. And some get better at it than others. Now, I, I read that you guys like using older recorders like the Sony B7 and recorders like that. What what would you say is your favorite recorder to use? 
Well, right now we're spending a lot of time working with the Sony B16 and the B26. I like the 26 better. It's supposed to be the same recorder, but the yeah. 26 is voice activated. Yeah. yeah. I think twice the memory. Yeah. I have two of the 26s. I use that fairly often. Mike's got well, like 40 good. recorders. Like yeah. And it's really... And, and it's really amazing that a company like Sony can put out such a crappy recorder. I know. <laughs> it is really <laughs> terrible. It's almost like they know, you know, hey, these are going to be worth money someday. But. I, I, I can't picture like a poor college student taking notes with that yeah, thing. I, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's weird. It's like the crystal clear recorders. You know, you can get EVP off anything. Yeah. And yeah, my, my crystal clear recorders, you'll get EVP and it's always class A. But it'll be like far and few between the noisy recorders. And, you know, I have people ask me, go to conferences and ask me the same thing all the time. And it's like they think I'm making stuff up. I'm like, no, <laughs> you got to buy the noisy recorder. Yeah. If you have no background noise, they're utilizing the noise, the internal noise of the recorder. Yeah. And when you play it back and you get EVP, you know, it's like the EVP, you, there's no noise. Like you'll hear the EVP as the word, and then you hear no noise at that point. So it's obviously that's what they're doing. But but there's but having said that, there's definitely a trade-off. I mean, when you use when, when you use the less expensive recorders, they're uh, you know a lot. Yeah, the of USB. And, yeah. Right. Well, and a lot of times there's editing that has to be involved because yeah, with yeah, these old recorders, you got to put them in one at a time. Yes. Time, and, you know. and you'll get a lot more EVP, but it tends for the most part not to be as clear. Yeah, you have to play them in real time into the computer to edit them. It's a pain in the neck because they don't have USB. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I usually like to use like the old recorders and a combination of like new recorders like the Zoom uh, H2. Um, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you capture something and you think it's an EVP, but then you hear, oh, it was so-and-so shuffling their feet. And, oh, you know, yeah. you hear the matrixing of that. And so it's, mm-hmm. but I, I, I love having a healthy dose of <laughs> different recorders to experiment with. Oh, yeah, definitely. We, we've got, I can't tell you how many, we, you know, we've got probably what? Well, 60 different, not different recorders, but we've got uh, probably more than that. We've oh, got I freaked out today. Because, recorders in our house. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, no, it's not sickening. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I have about 40, so I'm with you guys. Go ahead. <laughs> What's that? Oh, uh, no, I have about 40 voice recorders, so I'm with you guys totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, there you go. Yeah, but, my thing, I lost two of them today, and I'm like, where's the first recorder we ever had? <laughs> I, I ripped my house up, but I found all the recorders. But what's interesting, some of them get children. Some uh, of them get women. Uh, some of them, you know, most of the time we get men. But it's really weird. So now I like to put, like, a different one out. Like, we'll have eight different recorders out, you know. Because right. the weekend is where we can really devote to doing it because he's off. You know, the house is clean. We're good. So <laughs> I'm just going to put all of them out and just see who's responding to what. Yeah. And once, you know, it, and, and you see there's a difference in each recorder. It's almost like they're, I don't know, beating into a different vibration, each different recorder. Yeah. So you can run different recorders and get different, like, voices the same time oh, yeah. you have them going? Like, you just get one yeah. voice from one recorder, another from another? Oh, yeah. Big time. Well, it's really weird. You know, a lot of times, too, like when we do the ghost hunts and do events, 
we'll be like almost not even two feet from each other. Most of the time, we get different stuff on each recorder. We only play back the one because we're doing it in voice activation. So I might have a minute 40, he might have a minute 20. Right. We're turning them on at the same time and turning them off at the same time. There's an extra 10 seconds on his, so we'll play his back. Then when we go to edit them, we'll have, you know, we know what's being said because we'll hear us talking or we'll hear people talking. But it'll be the same recorder and playing back different EVP on each recorder. Ah. Yeah, and real quick, getting back to what you had pointed out before, you're right. It's, when you record, it's imperative, especially if, especially if you tend to use voice activation, that you have a control recorder right. that's, going, that's going all the time. Yes. You know, it, it is, it, it's a really, really, really good idea. Yeah, a reference recorder just to log everything that's going on in the room so you know. Yeah, you get something major. I mean, we've had voice manipulations to where it's very rare, but when it happens, it is what, it, it's what this field is all about because they yeah. will actually take your voice and roll it into their thoughts. Yes, wow. we've had that. Is that crazy? It's I mean, crazy. Say, I can't. I've erased, in the very beginning, I must have erased like three of those, thinking, what was I thinking yes. to say that? Because it's easier to think that you made the mistake than to think they're capable of doing that. Yeah, exactly. I've said to myself, why would I say that? That's weird. And I just dismiss it and go on. Yeah, but I mean, that is like, you know, the Oscars of this field. Yeah. If you should get that and you have a control recorder proving you got that. That's it right there. I mean, you have another recorder that's crystal clear, not picking it up, and you yeah. have this other recorder picking it up. It's just, that's what we're in this for, I guess. Absolutely. Well, you were kind enough to send us some EVPs, and uh, before we run out of time, let's play some of these. Um, I'll give you the numbers here of, of the ones you sent. Um, mm -hmm. I'll start off, this is number five. Can you tell us about this one? Yeah, this, this was uh, captured in the Washoe Club. If you watch Ghost Adventures, you've seen their first documentary was in the Washoe Club. Mm -hmm. um, and what it is, Debbie and I were there, and we had just got we had, we had just gotten there, and we were in the process of you know, doing our our usual um, first couple questions. And what you're going to hear is me say, I think I say, what would you like us to call you? And you'll hear a response. An EVP response that says a ghost. Huh. Okay, <laughs> let's play that now. What would you like us to call you? Okay, <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's really clear. Wow, let's play that again. What would you like us to call you? <laughs> All right, and one more time. What would you like us to call you? <laughs> that's love freaky. It. Love I love it. it. So they know they're a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've gotten that three or four times at different places. Like, we've gotten one at Alcatraz that says they refer to themselves as ghosts also. It's like they're playing it up. I'm a ghost. Yeah, yeah. they know. Yeah. Huh. Awesome. All right, the next one is number 26. Okay, 26. Yeah, um, this is the one you can talk about. Yeah. Well, it says uh, Denver Hotel. It's actually the Oxford Hotel in Denver, which is one of the darkest, most creepiest hotels I've ever been at. Huh. Um. I was on a floor, I think I was on the first floor, totally by myself, and you can hear a woman. I just turned on the recorder, I don't even think I asked anything, and you hear a woman, and it's hardly, it's a class A, I don't even think we hardly cleared it up. No. And it's, it says, help with me, I'm sick. And this one's clear. Yeah, and she sounds sick. Wow. All right, let's play that. 
Yeah, you can hear that. Oh, wow. God. Ooh, that gives me chills. All right, let's play that oh, again. That sick. Oh, and one more time. Wow. Now, do you ever do you ever get really creeped out when you get home and you review and you hear this and you know it wasn't live? Uh, well, this place, if you if you go to Denver, you have to go to the Oxford because it's just the whole hotel. You can kind of feel you're not alone. That you can feel the eyes on you all the time. And right. It's a really dark, creepy place, but. You know, it kind of disturbed me in the fact that they still feel sick, you know? Yeah. This woman's still in pain. or That that was the disturbing part. You have me. to wonder if it's an intelligent spirit or you're capturing some residual energy. Right. You, know? you don't know. Yeah. You would hope it's residual for the woman's sake. <laughs> right. Well, see, that's the good thing about, you know, playing it back right there. Because if I had done that there, I could have said, well, what's wrong with you? Yes. Right. You know, if it came back again, we know it's residual. It's not. Absolutely. You know, it's intelligent. All right, the next one is number 39. Okay, 39 we recorded in the morgue in Alcatraz. When, you, when you're lucky enough to do an overnight there, they sometimes they'll open up places on Alcatraz that aren't open to the public. And you'll hear, you'll hear me, and it, this goes to show you that, you know, no matter how nice you try to be, sometimes you just get a spirit that's not that nice. Uh. You'll hear me say, thanks for speaking to us. Then you'll hear Debbie say, we appreciate it. Then you'll hear a spirit say, you suck. <laughs> a little positive reinforcement, okay? Yeah. Uh, let's play that now. Thank you very much for speaking to us. <laughs> That's mean. Oh, let's hear that again. Thank you very much for speaking to us. Oh. All right, and one more time. Thank you very much for speaking to us. Thank you. Ah, it's always positive to get that. Those hardened yeah. criminals. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, next is number 45. Okay, this one was in Rolling Hills Sanitarium. You guys are probably familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, in New York. And what you're going to hear is Debbie says something like... Um, who were you closest to? I think there was four of us in the room. And you'll hear a spirit say, right behind Mark. Wow. All right, let's play that now. Which one of us are you closest to? Wow. Wow. All right, let's hear that again. Which one of us are you closest to? Wow, it's got to give you the chills and always right behind yeah. you. And what I usually say is I'm I'm not real psychic. I mean, every once in a while I, I might kid myself and think that I am. But, you know, I, I was probably given the spirit a piggyback ride and didn't even. <laughs> <figure> <laughs> <it out. laughs> That's great. All right. Let's play it one more time. Which one of us are you to? Wow. All right. So good. Yeah. All right, the last one is number 79. Uh, okay. This yeah. is one of my favorites. Yeah, and yeah. I want to add I want to add something. Okay, well, there was a we were at the Wolf Manor and uh this was on one of the Ghost Hunter episodes. It was Clovis Hospital, I think they called it on the Ghost Hunters. Uh-huh. But 
uh, this is terribly haunted. And, I mean, they always put us in the cellar. I don't know why. <laughs> or wherever. They always put us in the basement. So we were down there, and we're hearing all this activity. And, I mean, we were down there with a group, and you, you heard this disembodied voice come from the left. And you hear a woman swear, and we turn and put the flashlight over there. There's an old couple in the corner. So, I mean, it, the place is live. So I'm on the recorder, and I'm saying, well, you know, can you guys move something? Can you walk so we hear your footsteps? Can you do this? Can you do this? And then you, you'll hear a guy try to interrupt me. And you hear him several times try to interrupt me. But I keep talking and talking and talking. Then you, you hear the, like, twice he tries to interrupt. And then at the end, you hear him say, I ain't doing that shit. Ah, now, yeah. now the guy that's interrupting you—that's the EVP, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It's really interesting. If you listen, maybe we'll play it once, and then I'll explain it real quick, a little bit better. So just okay. play it once straight okay. through. Let's play it. Are you able to walk in front of your footsteps and knock on the wall or do something to annoy you? Yeah, you can hear it. But you heard him try to interrupt me. I think he only heard one time on that. Yeah. And yeah. what you hear is when Debbie's talking, after you hear her say, this spirit so wanted to say this to Debbie. And after she says wall, he thinks she's done talking. And you can hear him say, I ain't. And then she talks a little bit more. And you hear him start, it sounds like he starts saying doing and then he stops again and then as soon as debbie stops talking he just kind of unloads on her uh, that's funny tries. after she says wall you can hear him say i ain't and then he stops because debbie starts talking again <laughs> this is hysterical well at least he's polite he let her finish let's play yeah. that again <laughs> are you able to walk in front of your footsteps and knock on the wall or do something to <laughs> Love it. That's uh, funny. And one last time for the audience. Are you able to walk in front of your footsteps and knock on the wall or do something to your ears? I love it. Classic. Yeah, I'd say that's intelligent, that one. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, Mark and Debbie, uh, we're running out of time, but do you have any, any events you want to plug or let everybody know your website and... Sure. Well, we're going to be at the Stanley Hotel, I think, November 6th through the 9th with Jay Grant, Amy Bruni, uh, Britt. The whole, the whole. The whole. Right. Taps group. Yeah, Beyond Reality event. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Beyond Reality events. And then uh, give me the website, Mark. Website is www.spirits-speak.com. Yeah. And we have some stuff coming up, but we're just going to make you get newsletters and subscribe and stuff. Awesome. Because that's just the way we are. No. Ah, <laughs> great. <laughs> we can't really say anything right now. Uh, it's in the works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we thank you so much, Mark and Debbie, for joining us tonight. And we could just go on for hours talking to you. Yeah, uh, we had a great time. Picking your brain. Yeah. I'm glad we made it. It's long overdue. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thank, thank you, you so much. Okay. Have a great night. Right, you too. Take care.
Welcome to Island Ghost Radio. I'm your high. I'm your heist, Mope Taylor. <laughs> Whoa. You're your You're what? Your heist? You're your heist? <laughs> what the hell? Are you- <laughs> 